Hey everybody, this is Issa Cosette and you are listening to Issa's Way, your favorite podcast that you didn't know existed, you didn't know you needed, but we're so glad you're here. And this week we have a very special guest, the Shamika Johnson, but to me, my Mika, I'm so excited (laughs) to have her on the mic to share a little bit about her amazing fitness journey, about this amazing person that she is and the love that she gives. I have just felt all of her light rays since I was in undergrad, and I'm grateful that we've been able to have a beautiful bond that has connected us and kept us close throughout the years. But today we're here to talk about her inner animal and how her journey has just sparked and changed not only her life, but the lives of many Hey, Mika, how are you? Hey, Issa, baby. I love you. You're amazing. And you give me way too much credit. (laughs) Way too much. It's just an honor to be once again, just talking to you. Can you tell the people just a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, I always, when people ask me that question, I lead with what's most important to me. I'm a mom. (laughs) I have an amazing son, David. Uh, Let's see, professionally. I work in PR, um, but my passion, especially as of late, has been fitness. And um, I embarked on a fitness journey a couple of years ago that really ballooned into just an amazing lifestyle that, like you said in your intro, I didn't know I needed, but I'm so glad it found me. You have always just been this light, never scared to dim it. And you just really helped me embrace myself. And I just thought it was so amazing to be able to be in Atlanta while you launched not only the Real Body Fit Club, but also your book, Inner Animal. Yeah, Um, you know, the energy in the room that night was just amazing. I, (laughs) I told a friend of mine, I said, I could not have I can't take credit for that. I mean, I had a guest list. I had in mind who I wanted to be there to share that moment. But man, the vibrations are like bouncing off of the walls. Everyone in the room was just not only excited about my journey, but everybody was on their own journey as well. And so it was a night of celebration. And, you know, what really hit home for me was Black excellence. I looked across the room and saw beautiful, smiling brown faces. And it just, it did my heart some good. It really did. It was a great night. You said Black excellence, but let's talk about yours. You know, <laughs> you became a certified trainer. You started your own business. You became an author. You're an amazing mom. Talk about that process. How did you like come into this great, you know, you said it found you, but you really, you changed your mindset. That's what you said. So talk about that process. So just like so much of my life, none of that was supposed to happen. (laughs) So I didn't enter, you know, this fitness journey um, in June, 2019, thinking that I would come to the end and become a trainer or write a book. No, my goal was literally to just lose some weight, get healthy, and just learn how to take better care of myself. I'm not trying to be humble when I say that, like literally that was the big goal. And um, it was something that I knew it was time because I would take my son to trips and you know, different vacations and I would get winded just like walking around with him. And so I started feeling like there were limits and definitely constraints on how I navigate through life. And I think that that was one of the pivotal moments that made me realize, hey, it's time to 
you know, do something about this. Um, so fast forward, I really got into the fitness stuff. Like I started eating clean. I, I got really into meal prepping because I've always loved to cook. So I was able to pour my passion for cooking into healthy foods. And then I became like this crazy person at the gym. Like I would go to the gym and I would just lose track of time. So when they say that it becomes a lifestyle, it really does. Inner Animal though was born because over the course of my fitness journey, especially after I lost that first 100 pounds, people started reaching out to me and all of them had questions about the journey. You know, they wanted to know what did you do? What did you eat? What motivates you? And I would answer their questions directly, but it wasn't until I sat down and I really started thinking about the narrative of the journey from start to where I was then that I was like, you know, maybe I should write this down. Surely I'm not the first person to start, you know, at over 300 pounds. Surely I'm not the first, you know, single mom to want to make a big change in her life. Surely I'm not the first person to kind of figure out and demystify this whole idea of becoming healthy and, you know, being sustainable in fitness. And so I wanted to create a safe space for people to see and really experience my vulnerability over the course of my journey. And I titled it Inner Animal. Um, and you know, when people read the book, they'll really understand because there are times when your natural body just won't do the job and you're gonna have to pull or tap into something inside of you that's not bashful, not shy, not weak, but strong and aggressive and almost animalistic to get to your big, big goals. So once my body tapped out, I had to dig inward. And that's when I discovered my inner animal. And she, I mean, she's something else. And I, I love that I um, came across this journey. And then Real Body Fit Club um, was my way to kind of, I don't know, I guess be, be generous with what I've learned. I've been a student of this process for over two years. Um, I've made all the mistakes. I've learned a great deal through trial and error. And if I could help even just one person kind of gain their confidence again and really understand that I'm not special, there's, there's nothing brilliant about this. It's a simple process. Prepare your mind, train your body and change your life you can do it too. And so that's my way of just being generous and giving back the knowledge that I received over the last couple of years. I, I read in your book how, you know, you've had maybe some days where it wasn't always the best, but your body, like you said, you just kind of tapped in before your body was able to, you know, come into that muscle memory and have that um, action, right? These routines, yeah. there was a lot of mental preparation that had to go into that. Can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, the motto that I've been carrying as I, you know, develop Real Body Fit Club. It, it's not a coincidence that it starts with prepare your mind, because I always tell people your mind is stronger than your body. If you can even think it, then that means that physically it can be done. God wouldn't give you the thought if it wasn't possible. Um, so, for people who are like, how do I even get in the head space to do something like this? I think it really just starts with some compassion and some grace for yourself. 
And that's the area of my life that I just recently stepped into and that I'm continuing to nurture because we really do have to be careful about how we speak to ourselves. It's nothing that you say out loud, but it's the, the, the quiet, internal, you know, negative self-talk that will really talk you out of doing something big in your life. So even something simple like, oh my God, did you see my stomach in that picture? Or, ooh, girl, look at you, you're getting bigger. Like those little things, we practice that and we don't even know it. So beginning to speak to yourself in a better way, beginning to be kind to yourself. I started with affirmations. I would wake up and I would look at myself in the mirror at 326 pounds and I would say, you are so beautiful. Look at you. you. You made it through yesterday. You're going to make it through today. I believe you can do this. I know you're tired, but you got this. I'll give myself little pep talks throughout my sessions at the gym. Oh, girl, you've been through worse. This pain is temporary. You got this. Let's go. Push a little bit. Five more. Those type of things that you get into the practice of saying to yourself, it really changes your mind about who you are and what you can accomplish because you'll convince yourself from social media and different external you know, influences that somehow you're below average or you don't measure up. But I challenge people to fall in love with your body as is. So as you continue to transform and change, you're still in love with that person that you stared at the mirror and told how beautiful they were at the very beginning of your journey. So that's where it began for me. I had to begin to like myself and then I fell in love with who I was. So what's going on on the outside? I mean, it was literally just a bonus. I love how you took your time, how you had to infirm and how do you like, like you said, really that journey, because it's one thing to kind of talk at something versus really talking to like, so really just kind of being there in that grace that we need for ourselves. Like I'm always hard on myself. And so I'm trying to definitely practice that ease. And so I really, I really admired that, especially, you especially you wrote about this um, and I've seen it, but you and having that confidence in yourself and then being able to pour in yourself and, you know, obviously others see a different version of us and how we really feel. But I yeah. think um, one thing you also talked about in your book was like your family, your community and how there was sometimes, even though you have your voice in your head, like there's sometimes like your father's voice, you know, your mother's voice or especially like your grandmother, Trudy's <laughs> voice. Right. And yeah. I love how in the dedication you asked her to tap you in. And I feel like there's this definitely ancestral powers that we get. I would love to hear what is the greatest lesson that she taught you? Ooh, girl. <laughs> There are so many, like, how do you, how do you summarize a lifetime, right? Um, a lifetime of love into a lesson. And my grandmother, she poured so much into me. Um, we were instantly bonded. Um, as a little girl, instead of asking to go spend the night with my friends, I would ask, can I spend the night with my grandma? Um, just being around her was just a gift in and of itself. And as I began to grow up and navigate throughout life, um, I, I know there were moments, like especially when I left for college that I just didn't really feel like myself. I was trying to figure out like, who am I even? Like, why am I doing this? Or, you know, when life started to feel foreign, she always felt like home. And she would just bring me back 
to who I am at the core, for someone to just invest so much time and attention into you, to pour into you, to get down on your level, you know, as a seven-year-old and look you in your face and tell you, I see you, you're a brilliant little girl, grandma will love you, things like that they really do penetrate your spirit. And even now as a 32 year old woman, you know, I see all the time on social media, I'm living off the prayers of my grandmother. Listen, I really, really am. So when I think about this journey that I'm on, when I think about how I've been able to manifest such a beautiful business and, you know, beautiful literature out of um, a transition in my life. I think about her and I think about how anytime life has felt foreign, my grandma always makes me feel like home. Hold on, I'm crying over here because... Just that nurturing, like, you know, to be able to have someone, like you said, to feel like home, but also think about how that could possibly be (laughs) your title of this podcast. Um, She always felt like home, but to yourself, you know what I'm saying? Because like you mentioned earlier, like you had to really, you saw yourself before, you know what I'm saying? You were able to shed all the other, you were, you were really loving and learning to like, you know what I'm saying? That process. Mm -hmm. So to see how much she always felt like home. Like you've always been home. You always, you know what I'm saying? So to be able to like now on this journey to see how you've really circled back to your full self, since you've always been home. Yeah. And, you know, I talk about the inner me versus the outer me in the book. And that was something that, you know, came from a conversation with my dad. And again, so many things happened in college. And I think that's what college is supposed to do. Undergrad is supposed to teach you like who you are. And um, I had a conversation with him. I had moved away and I was just like, oh, I just don't feel like myself. And he was like, what self don't you feel like? And I mean, listen, (laughs) those type of questions, you might revisit in five years and then kind of get it then, you know, and it just taught me that externally, and I'm not talking about the body, I'm talking about externally as in the changes of life, right? Because life is going to change. That is constant. You will always experience transition, change, growth, hardship, that comes with life externally things are going to happen but internally let's talk about the inner me that's the same little girl that stared up in my grandmother's eyes that's the same you know teenager who was trying to figure out like you know why do I love writing so much that was the same 23 year old who found herself carrying her baby in the womb. That was the same 30 year old that, you know, graduated again and purchased a home. Like that girl, that inner me, she remains constant. All these things that happen on the outside, that's the outer me. I can navigate through that, but I'll always tap back into the core. So yeah, kind of going back to your roots, who you really are, that'll help keep you grounded. And not only that, it gives you the motivation to keep going. Cause you know, like I have accountability to myself. I've carried myself through the three decades of life. Surely this, this little milestone on the timeline of my life won't take me out of here. And so that's kind of helped fuel my journey along the way. We're about to tap into a different side of you and listen to one of your favorite poems. Oh, 
Ooh, I'm so excited to share with you. You know, this poem uh, <laughs> is so funny because so much of my fitness journey was about fighting back. I remember I had a conversation with one of my best friends and I was like, life is just beating me up right now. She was like, I get that, but are you fighting back? <laughs> and I was like, I love that. That's very, very true because even though you get knocked down sometimes, I'm going to get up, swing it. And so I think that um, this poem is not, is, you know, not unusual. It's very popular. It's Invictus by William Ernest Kinley. And um, it just, it kind of talks about being resilient and fighting back. And it just reads, out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I think whatever God's may be for my unconquerable soul. In the failed clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the budgelings of chance, my head is bloody but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade. And yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. You can truly do anything you think of, anything you want. You have it in you. There's an inner animal in you that will help you fight through life. And I'm just looking forward to joining your fight. I just had to take a deep breath into that to receive <laughs> the power so that I can continue to keep fighting because I'm excited to be a part of this Real Body Fit Club. I'm excited to be in the captain of my soul. I'm excited for being able to you know, realize that I got this, you know, no matter what we've gone through. This is just, like you said, a, a step, just something yes. small, yes. Ain't nothing to a giant. <laughs> no, no. And you have to remember when you reach a, a, a point in life where things get overwhelming, you have to remind yourself there was life before this. There was so many things that happened that I overcame before this. And there will be life after this moment. There are so many things to look forward to if I could only get through this moment. And I think when you think about it in that retrospect, I got through worse than this and I'll see better on the other side. It really will push you through any challenge in life. I mean, this is a small thing to a giant. Mika, how are you on your way? Well, so I jumped on the scale this morning because I know I was going to talk to you. <laughs> um, as of today, I've lost 147 pounds. So I am trying to get to 165 pounds. So you got to think coming from 326 pounds and trying to get to 165, that will literally be 161 pounds that I've lost naturally when I get there. And I'm literally like within arm's reach. So every single day, like I'm training, I'm eating clean, I'm doing all the things that I know to do to get my body there. And the only reason why I put a number on it is because I'm a, I'm a completion person. Like I have to set a target and go towards it. but even if I don't see 165, I literally, I feel amazing. I'm so happy with where this journey has taken me. I'm happy with my body. I'm happy with how I sleep and how I feel. 
this has been such a gift and literally the external transformation doesn't hold weight <laughs> to the internal transformation that I've experienced. But yeah, I'm well on my way, just shy of 150 pounds down naturally. And I'm just I'm thrilled to death about that. Yes, ma'am. I love all of it. I love all of you inside for sure. Most I love oh you give me so much life everyone if you haven't like already like put pause the episode you need to go ahead and buy her book inner animal you can find it at realbodyfootclub.com where you can also get some training packages you can get her cooking book like come on now yes let's do work let's do work everybody's talking about hot girl summer i'm talking (laughs) about fabulous fall hello spring like let's do work let's do work i'm ready this is this is too easy not to take advantage of it's too easy Oh, I love it. It may continue to come with you to you with ease. May you continue to share your light with ease and may you be able to be filled with love with ease. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your story. Everyone who is on your way until you find your inner animal, keep tapping in, keep tapping in, keep tapping in until next time. This is Isa Cosette. Y'all be blessed.